Slack Guy. Hello, guys, and welcome to the Slag Guy podcast. Let's not beat around the bush. Let's not be fucking dragging our feet here. Let's dive head first into what has been a jam-packed week of activities. Let's find out what Davey's done this week. Sat in the house. There you go. That's the answer. I've sat in my house for the week because guess what? It's got to about the third or fourth week of this lockdown now. And I must admit, it's been the toughest week so far. Um, I know last week's podcast, I was a bit like, hey guys, you can't really, you know, make the most of uh, of this lockdown scenario. Try to come out of this a better person as you went in. Hey man, fuck up, you big wannabe guru punts. Listen, lockdown is mentally exhausting. And this week, I found tough. I found myself getting frustrated that's my biggest thing i get frustrated if i don't get shit done and this week i didn't get shit done didn't get any advancement on my open university courses that i'm doing i didn't get anything written i didn't get anything really done on the whole that i would have wanted to do as i say this i've just remembered i haven't put the cover on my barbecue i haven't disconnected the gas i'm actually shit myself now let me go and make sure i've turned the barbecue off shit back in two praise be everything is okay i had switched the barbecue off the gas wasn't running the situation is fine i was breaking myself i was thinking did i leave the barbecue on a little bit just to like let a little bit of heat carry on so when I went back I could just go and clean that grill properly and I mean I had my dinner I'm talking three hours ago four hours ago possibly so if that was just burning a it's burning money in papa's pocket and b I could be just causing a lot of danger to the street there could just be gas pumping from my barbecue so you could just have I know Jackie four doors down just pulls out a cigarette Pop goes the weasel and boom goes your face and that would be my fault and I'd have felt terrible about it. Um, also, it was I don't know if you can pick up the the storm that's outside at the minute. My God, it was very dangerous out there. I was out in the dark wearing nothing but a, a snot covered t shirt by a toddler, not my toddler, not my myself, a pair of sweats and sliders. That's what it was like. I kind of felt when I was trying to wipe the barbecue down and put the cover on it that I was kind of like, you know, one of those sea captains that are like, they're captain in a trawler in the North Atlantic in the middle of a very, very wild storm. You know, they're they're hitting the waves. There's water coming on the boats. People are going, you can't make out what they're saying because of all the sound. That's kind of what I was like out there. Very windy, dark. The, it was spitting rain. It wasn't full. It was there was a bit like I mean I've a slight dampness to my hair. I'm not soaking, but it was not a pleasant experience. And there was a lot of shitting myself internally going on, um, at the thought of leaving that barbecue on. But thankfully, the grill master is on the barbecue. It's also a name that I refer to myself as the grill master, but that is also the name of my cover off my barbecue because I think I've said in the podcast before a couple of years ago went into Tesco's or Sainsbury's some big store and bought a barbecue cover might have been home base and you know what after a year in the yard 
covering the barbecue. It fucking disintegrated, stuck to the barbecue, ruined it. Where So I thought, you know what? The big man's dropping some coin on a proper barbecue cover. Lo and behold, the grill master came into my life last year and the grill master lived all winter on my barbecue out in the yard. And he, my friend, protected my barbecue, protected my grill. Major shout out to the grill master. And also my barbecue cover. But that was nervousness that I did not need. Especially this week. You know, we're trying to we're trying to carry on as best we can in this lockdown environment. Again in my head I'm like, it'll be sweet. I'll make loads of stuff, I'll do loads of things. This week, not possible. This was the biggest challenge for me as my wife Catherine had gone back to work. She's a frontline worker, she's a nurse. So this week I did go to my door and clap. She was mortified because I was hooting and hollering like a yank. Whoa, the NHS. She did not like it. She was like, just please, you're embarrassing me. And I was at my back door because the back of my house, it, it sort of backs on another house and I was just hooting and hollering. Yeah, whoa, giving it stacks because I love the NHS and I love the NHS workers and big time respect to them. And also if you're one of those guys going out when you shouldn't be, fuck you. But it was also tough to have Catherine going back to work because I was left in my house with a two-year-old that's potty training. And I think Charlie must be like 80 in dog years, an old, a geriatric Chinese fuck, Charlie, Mr. Charlie, my dog, who is just, God love him, God love him, like he, he, he tries he wants to be loved, but he just gets in the way. He just when you're carrying a toddler about and you have a dog, he just goes between your feet. He goes to where your foot's gonna go and inevitably you'll stand him, then he'll bite you, then you'll be raging. And it's just a drama. So that was hard to try and balance that whilst also being expected to work nine to five from home, doing your job, the day job. Then on top of that, finding something within you to just be funny. You know, it's been a challenge. Like, this podcast, I was genuinely, like, high 80, 90% certain I was just going to not do one this week. I just thought, you know what? I'm fucking tired. I'm fed. I'm tired. I'm fed up. I just can't do it. I just need a break. Um, So, I just pulled my finger up my arse. You know, I felt that I was just moping a bit. To be totally honest, this weekend was shit. You know, through no fault of of my family's or my own, it was just a shit weekend. Then, I, I, what what really gets me going is that I feel like I like to achieve something. I like to do. I just felt this weekend I did jack shit. You know, I just fucking hung about. I felt knackered. I just I just wasn't happy. You know, I just didn't enjoy it. So now I'm determined to really. Focus in on on keeping the old bounce in check and trying to do things every day to keep you feeling a bit happier because this week it was stressful in work, um or with work not in work but in the, you know what I mean it was stressful, um Holly's potty training which takes up a lot of your your time and effort you know to be fair to her she's doing great she's now able to tell you I need to go to the toilet so you get the potty out she does the business which is great but. She's so buzzing by it that she just wants to go all the time. So you should do a pee and then you go away. Whoa, woohoo! You did a piss? Yeah! And then empty out the toilet, clean the potty, 
So you wipe it, you clean it, you spray it down with disinfectant, you dry it, you put it down again, and it's like, poo. And you're like, can you not have just pissed and pooed at the same time? And then you put the poo away, and then you fucking piss again, and then your phone will ring, and then you'll stand on the dog, and then you'll have to answer a phone about work, and then the dog will be getting chased by Holly with her pram, and you'll just be stressed out, and you'll just end up like Schwarzenegger in Kindergarten Cop. Shut up! It just gets a bit much, you know? So effectively, just trying to work, look after them, whilst also adopting this new job that I have of being a shit courier, just currying a load of shit, just literally taking buckets of human shit from one room into another room and putting it down the toilet, back and forward, has been my week. I'm not a comedian, I'm a shit courier. That's what I've been doing. And I mean, as much as I love Holly, I mean, just give us give, give a man a break, you know, that's what I'm saying, let me chill out. And obviously, on top of that, a bit stressed as well, the thought of Catherine going back to work, front line, to a hospital with people with coronavirus, you know, she's a pregnant woman. I, I'm scared about that. She, on the other hand, like a superhero, is like, I've got my duty, and I'm going, oh my God. She goes, you know, you have a duty too, and I went, uh, excuse? And she goes, you have to try and make people laugh, and I went, Catherine, there's a difference. You know, you're saving lives, I'm just trying to be a bit silly and take people's mind off stuff, but I'm struggling with that at the minute, you know. Thank God for the Radio Ulster show on the fr- on Friday at 6 o'clock, the rave lockdown we're doing. It's been brilliant, the way it's been received. It's been really, like, it's odd feeling because you feel like, again, you've been recording the radio in my dining room where I record the podcast and we're not doing it live because we don't have the right kits, we can't go to the studio. So we're just pre-recording on like a Wednesday night. And then you listen back to it on a Friday and the amount of people texting you, tweeting you, messaging you on Instagram, putting up stories, it makes you go, fuck, that's kind of humbling, you know? And it's nice that our kind of stupidity can bring a bit of joy into what is a very negative time you know it's a very negative time i i like to try to pride myself on being a positive person but my god i have been struggling this week but i think how i kind of work is when i realize something and i've been getting into a position of something i can go nish nish figure that out and let's move on you know so now i've done that i can go right i know how to improve my situation let's get about it Let's get to it. So hopefully there'll be something in this podcast, whether it's going to be the funniest Sly Guy podcast of all time, I would doubt it. But hopefully there'll be something that you can listen to and go, I enjoyed listening to Dave's podcast this week. And again, I've just been trying to put out as much content as possible. Again, I'm going to be putting the majority of stuff out on Patreon for all my Patreons. To enjoy, which is on the Sly Guy, patreon.com forward slash Sly Guy podcast, where I put up a stand up clip this week. I'm going to put up Daddies this week from a Patreons to see, which is my wee project I've been working on. I filmed the taster for it. I'm going to stick it up so my Patreons can enjoy it. And guys, please give me some feedback on it if you want to see some more of that. 
let me know and I'll I'll try to pull the finger out my butt and get it written. But that's that's where I've been struggling in terms of my writing at the minute is that by the time my day's done, Holly's in bed, I'm like, oh bollocks, I have to either record this podcast, the Patreon podcast, the Boytown podcast, or a radio show, you know, and not that I'm complaining because I enjoy doing that, but it's just hard to find the time on top of that to write because when I'm done, I'm just busted, I'm face down in the bed, and that's me, honk honk, good night, Bob's your uncle, once again, the favourite saying of Sly Guy podcast, Fanny is your aunt, and that's where, where we're at with it, so, I mean, you know, we're... We're stumbling through. Again, part of the reason why I think I'm a bit down the dumps too is my hand slipped when I was shaving today and I fucked my actual beard at the at the, at, at the key point where it goes down your chin, like where it shapes your jaw. Effectively, I fucked it and um, took a big chunk. So disconnected what was a big thick sideburn from my beard. So now I just have a goatee, which I'm going to say nobody suits a goatee just on its own. In fact... Only person who suits a goatee is the wrestler Bill Goldberg. He's the only guy because he's the hardest looking guy in the world. You wouldn't say, "Hey man, that goatee looks shit." Otherwise, he would run really fast into you, and it would hurt. So, I'm kind of stuck. Thank God in this isolation. For I'd say till Wednesday, I might have the beard filled out again, um, to actually have a full black coverage. I would say we're talking two to three weeks and then it'll look like my normal beard again. And I can fade in those sideburns because Catherine was like, what are you going to do with sideburns? And I was like, my love, I'm pointing them. And she went, what? And I said, I am pointing my sideburns. See, that used to be my thing back in the day before I had my beard. I used to always have pointed sideburns. When I was in school, the master of sideburns loved the sideburn and the points are back. The goatee and the pointed sideburns, which is a style I don't think anyone has unless they're a wizard. Like, the only person that would have a goatee and pointed sideburns would be, like, Ming the Merciless's uncle, Mang. Mang the Merciful. You know, that's the only guy that would have it. So, have a weird style. I've got Catherine to cut the, like, fuzzy bits off my hair, so give me a bit of a hairline shape. But I'm just growing the hair out. And then when the time comes, I'll shave the top of my hair and keep the sides and back and grow out the Hulk Hogan brother. And I'll look. I'll, 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 I'll look. I'll just look. I don't know if I'll look good. I probably won't. I'll probably look rare. But I'll look it anyway. So that's the style that I'm going for. But the goatee was definitely not something that I had uh, had planned to do, you know, so, I mean, it's a weird feeling, but, again, I forget about it, because I still have, like, the, the the thick bit of beard on my chin, so if I'm stroking that, it's like, oh, it feels like the beard's there, and you're like, oh, fully bare, fully bare the rest of the face, Um, I'll take a wee bit of getting used to, but, you know, hopefully, when I get back to you next week, I'll be buzzing again, I feel like I'm just in a wee trough at the minute, and, you know, hopefully, hopefully we'll, we'll get out of that. Because I know in all of this, it should be kind of people like myself's job to be be silly. You know, we should be the ones being silly, bringing banter, laughs your way if possible. You know, now I'm going to say I did put something up today that, um, that was possibly my favourite thing I've ever put up. And it's got little to no response. So it makes me wonder... You know, am I just not... Do I not know what's funny or not? 
But I was watching this thing with with uh, Catherine, ninety day fiance, right? And it was just I don't know why I find this so funny. It was just a guy in it who was taking the piss out of his fiance, and we spoke spoke. This guy's a Nigerian dude, and he said this. Sorry, one more time. I don't want to be hearing that phone ringing all the time. You have to switch it off. And I, I find that so funny. Guys saying the phone ringing all the time. You have to switch it off. And I put, put up saying like, this is what's like when you go to your granny's and you get one text. She's like, turn off your phone because your granny is a Nigerian guy. Switch it off. I love to put that up being like this. This is my ticket to this is my viral tweet. Nothing. Literally nothing. It makes me go, have I been inside too long that I'm losing touch of what's funny? Then it worries me too, because every Sunday, um, I'm not sure if any of you guys have seen it, I do a thing on my Instagram stories called the Sunday Rundown, where I just look through the Sunday world and Sunday life and try to put silly posts up. I've been getting a wee bit of uh, a bit of support behind that. A lot of people have messaged me saying they enjoy it. It's silly banter, and thank you for that. So... That's what my what my content is at the moment. Podcasts and silly Instagram stories. And that's about the height of it. I was going to do um, another video uh, this week. I did a GMAC in isolation video last week, which did pretty good. Um, but I wanted to do a Sean Connery video. Yeah, you're probably going, can you do a Sean Connery impression? I'll, I'll try now. And if it sounds decent, you just can be like, do the video. <clears throat> My name is Sean Connery. I used to play the role of James Bond, 007. And if you don't like that, you can shut my arse. So, I had an idea for a video that I'd maybe have to work on that impression for. But if you think that's decent enough, go do the Connery video and I'll do it. I'll do it. It's a way to use my goatee, isn't it? It's a way to make my goatee useful. Because other than that, I'll be avoiding my face being in anything until this has grown out but thank god at least I didn't shave my head the, the idea of doing that and my beard and everything but then I realised everyone looks rare when they shave a beard and their hair no offence Mick but it's true it's damn true and what else is damn true is that the Sly Guy podcast is brought to you in association with Modest Beer Modest are a little independent brewery crafting small batch beers for discerning drinkers. Brewed and canned in Hollywood County Down, my hometown, prior to Banger. Because I was I brought up, I was raised in Hollywood County Down from when I was a baby until I was like 18. I was there, then I moved. And that's neither here nor there. If you want to know more about Modest, just contact them on Instagram, Facebook and or Twitter at Modest Beer. How simple is that? Or go to their website www.modestbeer.co.uk to find your nearest stockists. Also during this whole lockdown, go on the KWM Wines website, get your Modest Beer delivered to your door. Also Alexander's in Hollywood are doing delivery service if you want to get some Modest Beer as well. Look that up. I know our boy, Violin Mick, Mick Conlon, is now a Modest Beer fan and he has put some stories up there saying he's been enjoying Modest Beer. Thanks for that, Mick. And hopefully the other Slyhards out there will be doing the same. You'll be getting some Modest on board. Again, um, we're just trying to help each other in these times and, you know, there's nothing sometimes better than having a sit-down with a nice cold beer. So 
get yourselves some modest and just chill out. Guys, I don't know how long I've been talking here because, again, I, th- I feel like this is an achievement in and of itself that I'm still talking at this point because, I mean, by fuck, you need to, <laughs> you need to go and do things to talk about things and questions have been a little bit lighter this week too so i would urge all you guys when you see a call for questions doesn't matter when you see it what time just hit me with a question i can sort of relay it on to the following week if i miss it and i can still kind of you know get it going but the more questions we have at this time the better same with my patreons and if i'm putting patreon podcasts out and i put a call for questions please guys ask because you get more out of it you know what i mean you, you know what I mean? You you get more out of what you put in. You know what I mean? That's not an impression. I don't know what that is. It's just a stupid voice. Um, but here we go. Davey Witt has said, Hi, Dave. What's your approach to the hair situation going to be? Shave it off like a mad baskin or grow out some cute Joe Wicks-style locks? Well, Davey, as I said earlier, I am not... I'm not jumping to shave bald yet again i feel that's something that's in my imminent future but with this whole lockdown situation people are all doing it now and i just i mean i've said it before about like films i've said it before about trends i just don't like following things i like to do it my own time so if everyone's shaving it i don't want to do it i just want to wait when i need to i'll do it but for now i'm aiming for that hulk hogan bald on top long back and sides get the ponytail going you know just really rock out a style that i feel a lot of people aren't going with these days you know i feel like it's a style a lot of people would shy away from but i am going to grow long at the sides and back and just keep trimming the top will it be a mullet for a while hey who knows and then when it goes on top it's gone but that's my approach um at the moment for it just let it grow let it grow let it grow Grow your fucking hair a bit more. Let it grow. I don't. I don't watch Frozen. Let it grow. Um, Jody Short has said was watching episode two of the Troubles with the Eighties, and I think it's tremendous. Are there any plans in place for an episode three in the future? Straightforward answer: There were plans. I'd written the third episode, and Shane just. I, I think Shane would rather kind of just work on his own things then he would do that. So if the time comes whereby he wants to do another Troubles with the 80s, you know, we'll do it. I actually said to him a while back, and I, I just don't think we should do any more Troubles with the 80s because I always sort of suggest it. And he's like, yeah. so I just thought, you know, let's not do it. But then this, the last two episodes were posted up in isolation periods and people really enjoyed them. So look, I'm up for doing it. Um, Don't know if he is. But I think Troubles of the 80s are great. I think the third episode's the best one. And there's a lot of sweet cameos in it. And I think the Troubles... You know what? I think the Troubles of the 80s should be some kind of online short. Like, I think there should be... Like, if we could get some kind of funding behind it, whereby we could film the next four or five... We could we could do a series of online shorts. Five, six minute episodes. Easy. But again, it's just finding the time, the resource, the money the crew, the acts, the actors, you know, all together to make it work. It's, it's a, it is quite a hard production, but it's worth it when it's done. Like episode two, I absolutely love, and I would love there to be an episode three soon. So with any luck, if we get through all of this, Jody, I promise you I will push once again for the third episode of Troubles with the 80s. Um, Michael Kerr has said, favourite 
Peep Show quote. Um, mine personally comes from Johnson when he says, just you, me, some Chinese food, and a couple of fuck-off spreadsheets. Um, I hope you enjoyed how I delivered that. Um, my favourite Johnson line was whenever <laughs> Jeremy went to Johnson's house to confront them about, I can't remember what it was, but then Big Sue's answered the door and Jeremy was like, Big Sue's, what are you, what are you doing here? And Johnson appears and uh, he goes, she came around to give me a piece of her mind, ended up giving me a piece of her ass, <laughs> which I enjoyed another sh- uh, quote from Peep Show that I really, really enjoy is from Superhands. When they're talking about getting a van, he's like, I could be a man with a van or we could be men with Fen. That was a personal uh, favourite of mine. But I'll tell you what, Peep Show's a fucking great. Like, it's up there in one of my favourites. Um, and I actually think I would like to maybe start watching Peep Show from the start again because it's so, so good. Um, I did start watching it with Catherine and normally she's like, ugh, to watch it anything that I want to watch. But she, was, she enjoyed Peep Show, so hopefully maybe I'll get another few episodes into Peep Show with her. And yeah... I fucking love that show. It's a great, great show, man. John Joe Flood, Uncle Davy, loving both the Sly Guy and Patreon content. There you are, guys. There's a man who is a Patreon and he is saying the high praises. Get yourselves over there. Check that shit out too if you haven't already. It's only a fiver and you get all kinds of extra shit that I'm putting out at the minute. Fair play to you for churning out content that you're proud of and not just shoveling it out for the sake of it. I know you won't be able to sort a date for this, but keen to hear your ideas about the first Sly Guy Live and what we could expect from it. Love Kieran Bartlett on The Last Weird Life. I'm thinking he would be the perfect accompaniment, as he can certainly be very sly. Well, Kieran is a sly guy and a great friend of mine too, and somebody who I enjoy talking um, with a lot. We'd actually talked if the time comes when I'm hopefully doing comedy as a full-time gig that we would do a podcast together once a week you know some sort of um music or movie kind of inspired podcast a bit more than what just general chit chat you get on this podcast um another one's Rory Woods if I'd done a couple of podcasts with him and had a great time we had also talked about doing a podcast maybe start off a, a, a once a month thing the bear in the woods we're we're hoping to call that so I mean if that's something people would be interested in, seeing those two podcasts, additionally to what you're getting, you know, it's something I'm prepared to do. And now especially, you can figure out working in isolation. It might be easier to do podcasts together, you know. So that's something to think about. But, you know, I do think in terms of live podcasts, it's better to have a guest Um I know I'm one of the, the few that do podcasts solo, you know, you're probably like, oh, a lot of people have their own podcast, yes, that's true, but a lot of people also have guests on most weeks, you know, it's very rare would you get somebody sitting just chatting like a weirdo to themselves for, you know, best parts of an hour, and to me, I think that's a, a talent that you develop, certainly something that I did not have in the first instant, I couldn't just come and sit and talk for the length of time that I do now, 
and feel like it actually hit any point. Whereas now I think oh, I can do this. If I've got wee bits of material I want to hish hash through, oh, I can do that. I can figure that out. But in terms of a live podcast, I think unless you were doing, you know, just a Q&A, which would be shit for like non uh, attendees of a live podcast to, to listen to. So what I might do is just do the same as I did last time. Get the live podcast, put it up on Patreon as a as a video podcast bonus, like I did with Kieran Bartlett. So if you want to watch this the the weird podcast that I did live in the black box with Kieran Bartlett, you can watch that on my Patreon. It's there if you enjoy, and it was a fun episode and a fun thing to do. So there will definitely be a live Sly Guy podcast, which as well Patreons will get discount tickets for. I'm going to try and do that going forward, all shows and stuff. You can get a discount code from Patreon. That's something that's available there to do. So once I actually figure it out and get set up, there's another perk to being a Patreon. So get yourselves over there. And thank you once again, John Joe, for your support. You're always there sharing the story every week. I love to see it. Um, really helps the podcast if you guys are sharing stuff on Instagram stories, Twitter, Facebook, whatever. Just puts it out there. It lets people have a listen. Give them the option. They don't have to listen to it. Would I love it if they did? Yes. Would I be upset if they didn't? Probably would definitely harbour it in the back of my mind to seek vengeance down the line in a kind of Liam Neeson style way. Not a bad impression. I can work on that, couldn't I? I don't know who you are. I don't know what you want. But what I do have is a particular set of skills. A set of skills that will make me a nightmare for people like you. Nah, could definitely do some work. Um, But there we have it, you know. Oh, man. uh, Yeah, I just... I'm annoyed, you know why? I'll tell you why I'm annoyed. Because the fucking... The fucking garage band that I record on just stopped recording. So I went on and answered a few more questions and it stopped recording. Why, garage band? Why didn't you prompt to tell me it stopped? I kept talking. You fucked it for me. Helen... Congrats on the baby news. Thank you, Helen. I found out that going from one to two kids was way harder than two to three, so good luck. (laughs) Well, thanks for that, Helen. Thanks for telling me that going from one to two kids is difficult, like I hadn't figured out how difficult it's going to be already. The good news there is, Helen, that there's no risk of me finding out how enjoyable going from two to three is because see once this baby comes out I am hanging up my dick I am hanging my dick up like a pair of old adidas predators and the thing about that is when you're like "Mm, I might like to go around and have a wee bit of a kick about in the park let me get my adidas predators down nish nish boyo I ain't getting my vasectomy reversed I ain't even getting a vasectomy I am cutting my balls and dick off myself I cut the umbilical cord on Holly I'll cut the umbilical cord on this new one and then I'll take the same scissors and I'll cut my dick and balls off too baby because I cannot do anymore kids I just can't my wife wouldn't let me she's like nah pregnancy's too difficult and I was like but can we do the stuff that there's practice and she went no I don't know I'll just be back to being like a 15 year old again just hacking and jacking that's what it's gonna be I mean I just feel like I'm, I'm a farmer you know I feel like I've had two good harvests 
you know, I've sowed my seeds, I've had two good harvests, I don't need another harvest, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a farmer, I'm in his field, my dick's out, I'm just sowing seeds, I'm losing the reference a bit, I'm, but you know what I mean, I, I just gotta, st- there's enough to deal with on the farm, you know, you, you've got your harvest, then you have other life problems to deal with too, like, you know, you've got to pay the electric bill, you've got your fucking... You know, you have an old an old horse that just like I don't even know what this reference is. It's just an old horse. He lives around the back of your house. You have to take him out for walks. He he, he pulled the plow, but you know, you, you, listen. I'm just getting a vasectomy. All right, roundabout way. That's what's happening. But Helen has actually also asked the question: Who is the slyest celebrity you've ever met? Um. Honestly, to be fair, most celebrities I have met have been, you know, pretty sound. There's no one I've gone, oh, well, you're an arsehole. Um, apart from, at the time, Johnny Barl from Razorlight. You know, Razorlight. I don't know what I'm doing wrong. Maybe I've been here too long. The songs on the radio sound the same. Everybody just looks the same, but then last night was so much fun. But now your sheets are dirty. The streets are dirty too. But you never look back over what you've done. Remember when you were young. You lose yourself. In the morning, you know he won't remember a thing. Those guys? Well, um, to be fair, in hindsight, I was the dick, not him. I um, enjoyed Razorlight, as you can tell. I liked that album. All my life, watching America. It was good. Oh, 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 oh. Nice. But, um... You know, I was I met them when I was a student. Oh, you know, oh no, I was a student, a ball bag, and I was in Stiff Kitten, which is now I don't know, like Palm Palm Tree Land or something, whatever the fuck it's called, and I was drinking double vodkas and burn, so I was having those stimulants, getting that stim. They don't even sell burn anymore because it's too fucking stimulating. I had that two vodkas of depressants. It's fucking with your mind, and I went up to them and was like. Oh, yeah, man. I really enjoyed that uh, song, You Can't Stand Me Now. <laughs> he was like, oh, it's the Libertines. And I was like, oh, I thought you were Libertines. And he knew fine well the warrant was just being dick. And then he was like, oh, man, just fuck off. And I like, all right, okay, fuck off me. And I was like, yeah, all right, that's kind of kind of my fault. Um, but at the time, I was like, oh, well, it's his problem. And it's like, yeah, probably little pricks like you approaching him doing his fucking loafing, you know? But yeah, enjoy Razorlight. I'd like to hear some more stuff from them. You know, I'd like them to start producing songs again because it was a nice time. Um, but yeah, he was probably the most sly. Um, also, when I did a gig with John Bishop and Pug Uglies, didn't follow me back on Twitter. Thought that was sly. You know, I thought myself and John were boys. You know, next time I see him, I will say, hey, man, would you, would you play me like that? But... Yeah, for the most part, people that I've met have been, yeah, pretty sound. Um, AJ Johnson, my, my friend AJ, fellow comedian, has a podcast with my other friend Richard Sherwood called Richard and AJ's Wardrobe of Life. Your boy, da- Dahi here, has been a guest on it twice. First time, 10 out of 10 fun to record, great podcast. Second time, 10 out of 10 fun to record, apart from the me and me to fucking disgusting sweet, and then fuck the sound in the podcast. Other than that... Check out their podcast. They're good guys. They're funny guys and great friends of mine. But AJ is asking me a question that he could have just texted me to ask, but he's asked 
does Jimmy Cranky fuck? Now, I just want to say first and foremost, AJ, what is it about me that makes you think I know the answer to that question? Jimmy Cranky is one half of the Crankies, a weird little double act that hang about in like the 70s and shit. One, like Jimmy Cranky's is a little boy guy. It's kind of like the prepubescent Angus from ACDC. You know, it's weird, it's freaky, it's creepy. Um, but does Jimmy Cranky fuck? The answer to that question is indeed yes, Jimmy Cranky fucks. And how I know this? It's because Jimmy Cranky's not actually a little boy. He's a woman. <laughs> and he's married to the other cranky so the man that hangs around with the little boy they fuck and not in a kind of uh, James Saville kind of way you know I think they um, outside of characters are a legit man and woman who are married so they fuck but again I think it's weird that you're that there's a man who pretends to be a man who hangs around with this little boy that then by proxy is fucking that little boy you know is that his fetish is he like to his missus he's like here dress up as Jimmy so I can fucking raid him you know again I don't know if the other cranky has that sort of harsh Northern Irish accent but I mean yes AJ before I dig myself into a hole Jimmy cranky fucks the other hat Cranky, fucks the other hanky. Jimmy Cranky fucks the other cranky that she hangs about with. That's what I'm saying. So yeah, there's some serious fucking going on in that cranky household. Phil McSee, alright, Davy Mucker Chum made Bud Pal Brewer. Had one too many chili peppers in my fajitas and was in a meeting with Armitage Shanks all morning. Oh no. That got me wondering, what's the spiciest thing you've ever eaten? Well, I had bought a Scotch bonnet pepper one day. And a mate of mine had, this This is, I was a dickhead, right? He dared me to cut it onto a pizza and eat it. And I did that. And I ate it. And I lost uh, hearing in my ears. I lost sight. I couldn't taste. I sweated every part of my body out. And my lips were on fire. So the Scotch bonnet chopped on top of a pizza with all the seeds was the hottest thing I'd ever eaten. Now, was there a tenor involved? Yes. Did I finish the pizza? Of course. Did I collect the tenor? Yes. Did I also need to go to A&E? Probably, but instead I just drank about four litres of milk to try and balance out the pain. The only downside about drinking four litres of milk, it's not just something from Dirty Sanchez. It's true. You drink the four litres of milk, you boke. So I ended up boking everywhere. It's probably in the long run helped me because you don't want to have that spicy, burny scotch bonnet inside your belly because then whenever that baby comes out your a-hole, oh no, armored shanks are going to sack you. You're going to be sent away from the meeting with armored shanks and banned. And you know what that means? You can't go to the toilet. You'll end up in your garden shitting in a hole that you've dug or else in your daughter's potty being a shit courier, but then you've got the niche-niche, you've got the social isolation, you're banned from Armitage Shanks, you're banned from any other toilet brands that I don't know off the top of my head because I'm not a toiletophile. I don't even know if that's a word, it probably isn't, but you know what I'm saying. So avoid Scotch bonnets at all costs. Um, Wormball has said, Well, Dave, since the lockdown, all the juicy gossip columns have dried up. Thought no better man to turn to than the sly guy to hear some stories and gossip. Also, how do you think it's Shane's pile to look after all of this? Well, I think Shane should probably just shave his head. But he said to me, oh, I can't do that because of all the characters I play. But it's like, man, only Mike McGoldrick's reliant on that quiff. You know, you could get away with shaving it and just wear a hat. But no, the guy's weird vain guy. His hair will grow over and over his ears. He might just have to adopt a mod style, which he's had before and doesn't look that bad. So maybe that's... That's an option for him. Um, 
I'm going to have to say, Warren Ball, if you want to get some more juicy goss, you need to come at me and ask who you want goss about. I'll see what I can do. But, you know, I'll try and deliver you some, some of that goss. Um, Big Culls has said, what's your favourite album ever? Big Culls, there you go, my man. There's a good question. That's what I like to hear. My favourite album, see, to be honest with you, I'm going to tell you what my favourite album is because that was a question you asked. There are a lot of very, very good albums that I would rate highly. The Sickness by Disturbed is one um, that I enjoy a lot. Corn, Follow the Leader, enjoyed it a lot growing up. I enjoyed it. Everyone enjoyed the Marshall Mathers LP back in the day. Um, Black Album, Metallica, very fond of that. Um, there's loads of albums. Obviously, a present for everyone. There's one at left field from Busted, you know. But I watched Supersonic this week on Netflix about Oasis, and it um, was very much enjoyable. Um, so it made me think how great What's the Story Morning Glory is. Also, Pearl Jam 10 is a great album as well. But my actual favourite of all time that albums that I've listened to the most over and over track by track that I enjoy is Dr. Dre 2001 love that album every song from start to finish great and yes my, my favourite genre is probably rock but in terms of hip hop that's just great I feel like rock age age is better in terms of what you're like listening to and doing in your life you can enjoy rock always where i think with like hip-hop a bit maybe it's for you know a certain time like i'll listen still listen to dr dre when i'm driving about you know his new album compton was great as well no that didn't get all the mad props it does the other albums because he just dropped it on a thursday for a bit of crack you know but i'm a big dr dre fan and 2001 is my favorite album i would say so thanks for that question big colors major props on that and the last question of the day is from my friend my my friend my Italian friend Nathan Gonzalez said hey Dave no question this week but I just want to help out and do my bit for the sly guys please see pick attached um, due to character limit so this is my our boy Nathan Gonzalez and he is is doing his bit for the Sly guys, and you know what, major props to you my man, Nathan has said, I've taken on a second job at the Asda Bangers Butcher Counter, if any Banger Sly guys are having a tough time, see me in McGee's Banger, or Bebe Adriano's, which is a fast food shop, not just a sexy guy's house, um, they can let me know who they are, and I'll do my best to help them out a bit more than normal if I can, I'm a weird looking guy with a moustache, thanks Dave. So any of you guys out there want to head to McGee's in Asda or you want to head to Bibi Adrianos in Bangor, look out for a friendly Fincocilia. You go to him and say you're part of the Sly Guy family. And he'll try and do his bit because that's what we're all about here. See, ultimately, I love you guys. I appreciate the listens the shares, everything you do, we're all in this together. These times we're in at the minute are shit. I'll not deny it. They're shit for me. I'm sure they're shit for you guys too. All we can try to do is in one way or other, 
pull each other through and get out the other side. And when it's all done, we'll have a big pint at a stand-up gig together or at the Sly Podcast live, you know. Um, when it's all said and done, I'll probably even do a live podcast just for free, you know, because I feel like that would be a nice gesture. And if enough of you guys are into it, I'm happy to do that. But just in the meantime, guys, look out for yourselves. Again, all I'll ask is if you rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts or even share it on Instagram stories or Twitter or whatever. Appreciate it. You know, big love from me to you. Do your bit. Stay inside the house. Don't be putting pressure on the NHS. And just, you know, let's just get through this together. Guys, until next week, unless, of course, you want to listen to the Patreon stuff, that there'll be more this week. But until next week, for the Sly Guy podcast, it's your boy over and out. Why did I do that? I'm 33. What a fucking idiot.